Welcome to New Shooter Canada. Please remember that the show's content and word pronunciation is simply the opinion of the hosts and their guests. Well, I like guns, I love being free. Because I'm armed, you can't take that from me and you should know it. Hello and welcome to New Shooter Canada, episode 246. Am I right? Uh, so, my name's Amanda. I am one of your hostesses this evening. Uh, actually, only a lady hostess. <laughs> uh, so, with me today, I have Josh. Hello, Josh. How are you Hello, today? Amanda. I am well. Are you sure? <laughs> yep. I don't know. I, I, I put you through the ringer this week. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, I know. So, well, I also have uh, Benny with me. Hi, Benny. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Benny? Who's Benny? <laughs> I'm back. Long time no... Yes, you're back. Uh, uh, Benny's a special guest today. We'll talk a little bit more about why he's here, but just excited to have you, Benny. Thank you. And of course, we have Thomas. Hello, Thomas. Hello, Amanda. How are you? I'm Peachy Kane. How about you? Good. It's nice to see Benny back, too. I know. It's awesome. We actually had a lot of action with Benny. Uh, last weekend, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. But first, how about we get started uh, with other things that we did in guns? So, uh, you know what? Guess first. Let's go, Benny. What did you do in guns? Ouch. So I finally uh, finished my M1 Grands that I bought. Uh, was that four? No, got have been more than five years ago, probably now. Yeah, at least. Five. Uh, yeah, when FOC had had the receivers up for sale, so I finally yeah. finished those. Uh, I finally and I've. Not even finish them. I finally put some of them up for sale, uh, so hopefully we'll uh, sell them, and then I'll be able to make my money back and be able to keep one. So there's that. So if anyone's interested, let me know. Um, I they still they shouldn't shot. last long. Well, we'll see. I still haven't shot my uh, my um, Stoger M3K um, that I bought. I don't know how many months ago now? But that's been sitting in the safe. I needed an excuse to take that out. Uh, um, my long distance gun is still not zeroed after I changed the scope on that almost a year ago. Um, yeah, the list goes on. The list goes on. <laughs> <laughs> Which scope did you put on it? Uh, I, got, I think I got, wasn't it a, it was a Vortex. I don't think it was a Razor. It might have been a Viper. Um, but as usual, I, um, rushed and didn't really look at what reticle I was buying. So I got another BDC. Um, so whatever, something I'm used to. Um, but I was looking for more of the Christmas tree kind, but again, I, I'm like, Oh, this is what I want. And it's a good price. Let me buy it. And I totally forget to look at what reticle it is. So that's what happens. So yeah, pay attention to what you're buying. It does happen. I've seen it happen. And like most of the, uh, the gun, our pal holders, I'm waiting on a transfer, which I hear might happen in 2024. Hopefully not. Okay. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. We're up to June 17th on Friday pulling transfers. Woohoo. So mine was June 27th, so maybe I'll get it before the new year. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. At least, well, at least I get to play I with it because I work at the store and it's at the store and there's a range. So I can take it in the range <laughs> yeah. and shoot it, but I just can't bring it home. Oh, boo. So, what are you waiting for, Benny? I'm waiting for a Glock 48. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, it went on sale, I saw it at TACOM, and I, I like, was hemming and hawing before the show opened, should I get it, should I not get it, I messaged my wife, should I buy it, should I not buy it, 
and then I messaged a friend. I'm like, hey, did you hear back about that job application I sent in? He didn't get back to me. And I'm like, oh, should I do it? Should I not do it? I'm like, you know what? They're going to shut this down. I'm never going to be able to buy a handgun again. Uh, I really want a, a single stack nine, so I bought it. And now I'm waiting for it. <laughs> Gotta no, play but the you're game. but you're totally right. This is your la- probably your last chance. Yeah, so, yeah. I think that's why everybody bought one because it was our last chance. Yep. Like I had yeah. no, yeah. I had no urge to buy a revolver, and I just walked in there, and there's a 686 plus, and I just said, I did the same thing as Benny. I said I called the wife first, and she was very good. She says, well, it's a 35 caliber, and you've been sober 35 years, so you can buy it. So she bought it for me. Oh, nice. Awesome. My life was but less a deck guy yet. <laughs> she's been pretty good because uh, my 30 years she gave me uh, a custom made buck knife and uh, but she always does every five years she gets me something nice so it's appreciated that's good awesome very good well uh, Thomas I see you've been busy why don't you fill us in what have you been up to well today I'm a little sore because after sighting in several rifles yesterday but uh, two of them were actually sporterized Enfields and they, very, they surprised me. Both had decent triggers, uh, and one had a really nice trigger, a nice clean three-pound pull. And I always would dry fire them first, and I was really surprised at how, how well they, they actually, the triggers were. So they both had nice wood stocks, nice rear cold pads, so they were comfortable. They didn't beat me up. Uh, they also had rear peep sights underneath the scope mounts. So whoever sporterized these uh, did a good job. It's actually one of the best jobs I've seen. Barrels are nicely polished. Um, I've seen a few badly sporterized Enfields lately, so it was uh, a treat shooting subs in so you know they were very well done. Somebody spent a lot of money on these rifles. So, but then I had to sight in a couple of really lightweight 270s and 30 on sixes, and they, yeah, they beat me up. I'm kind of bruised the next day. But I did have fun. I um, I met a very nice lady who booked some coaching uh, time at work, and she was uh, she's got a really cool, unique name. So I can't tell you what her name was because you, you didn't know who she was. But she arrived with a very teachable attitude, which really helps me not having to correct somebody's established bad habits. And she really wanted to learn to shoot uh, pistols properly. So she sought out the training, and she was a great student, and it was uh, a fun lesson for me. But uh, by the time her license arrived, uh, the pickings were pretty slim. She did manage to find a Glock 44 uh, and 22. I think that's, it. that's what it is, the 44, and a surplus Beretta. Uh, but being a newbie with a lot of product knowledge, she got lucky with the Beretta because it's, uh, it's one of the, the surplus ones. Um, while finding mags will be a problem, at least this one is single action, not the double action only mode. And the stock sights, su- the stock sights suck. So if she puts some nice sights on that and she can find some mags, she'll get a nice little uh, shoot out of that. But the big, uh, biggest point was the Glock. Is it 10 yards? Uh, oh, Benny. Hmm? Yeah. Well, well, it's the, it's the 20. I've never seen the Glock 44 Glock. didn't come out with such a with such great reviews, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it got um, a lot. Bad reviews. Really I remember did. people saying for Glock to come out with their own product for something that other people have been doing for years and doing such a poor job, it, it was very un-Glock-like. Um, but I was going to ask, uh, Thomas, the uh, Beretta, was that the European-style mag release on the on the bottom of the base, or was it uh, North American-style in the grip? Yeah, bottom of the base. It wasn't right at the heel, but it was at the very bottom of the, on the back. Right. So she's going to have a hard time finding mags, but... They're out there. Right. But I, I was really surprised to see that. Uh, so at 10 yards, the Glock was all over the place. So I pulled. Same thing. 
And but what I noticed is that the all the bullets were keyholing at five yards. I've never seen a rimfire key keyhole. I, I've never seen anything keyhole at five yards. <clears throat> and you know, ninety nine percent of the time, it's the gun, not it's the shooter, not the gun. But this time it was definitely the gun. Um, when I inspected the barrel, there was significant lighting about two inches from the muzzle, and look, there was damage to the rifling. And the gun was new, and she hadn't cleaned it, so I knew it was not, you know, user damaged by cleaning it improperly. And our gunsmith just happened to be walking through the shop and I had him look at it. And he deemed it a factory defective barrel. What had happened is that you could see through the barrel, uh, it's a button when they're pulling the, the thing through, rifling it. it. It had actually jumped and skipped. The rifling stopped at one point and then a little bit of a blank space and then it cantered over to totally at another angle. Oh, wow. So nothing was getting stabilized. So, yeah, he just ordered a new barrel under warranty, and uh, hopefully by our next lesson, she'll have her gun. And that's another good thing about, you know, a, a lot of people don't like leaving their information and stuff uh, with the gun shop, but it's a good way to, if you don't, you've lost your bill, we can print you another one. We just went online, so we had no problems with warranty. So it's a good idea sometimes that businesses keep records like that. But, you know, neither of the guns were beneficial to me. So as an instructor, she was paying to learn how to shoot. And we sold her the Glock 44, so I grabbed my store rental guns. I got her the SIG 320 and the Ruger Mark IV, uh, and I started using those for my lesson. She bought all the ammo, so it wasn't costing us anything. But being able to see the sights and getting good groups on paper really boosted her confidence. She shot really well, and that big smile on her face put a smile on my face, and she wants to come back for more lessons, which was great. But the awesome. biggest happy face I saw was uh, we have a young co-op student named Griffin, and he, he came up to me and he told me that... Uh, He'd gotten this, uh, this rifle and scope through Savage. And I said, well, what do you mean? Well, apparently the gunsmith had entered his name. I guess um, Savage has a youth mentor program for junior shooters where they, they give out so many rifles per year and didn't the kid's name get drawn. So it was, uh, I didn't know what it was, but he said he was all really excited because apparently it was up in, in the boss's office. And, of course, he's, I think he's 15. So he has his POL for hunting but he couldn't, we can't transfer the gun to him. So we we're just waiting for his dad to come off work. And uh, apparently they had a big presentation from up there. I didn't see that, but I, I saw him come in with the owner and he got, this included ammo also as well. So he got uh, a nice savage. I'll tell you what, what it was in a second and all the ammo for the year. But I didn't get to see him afterwards. And so I go afterwards and I go back and I said, can I look at your rifle and see what you got? He goes, sure, sure. Because he didn't know what it, what it is. He has no idea. He, he doesn't work in the gun counter. He's 15 years old. He doesn't have a license. He just knows it's a savage. But when he talked to me about it, I said, well, it could be an Axis, or if you're lucky, it could be a 110. And sure enough, it was a nice 110 with an AccuTrigger, nice Vortex scope on it. And even though it was a package rifle, the gunsmith at our store is actually the gunsmith for savage. That's his full-time job. So when he got the gun, he took the octopus off, put everything mounted properly, four-sided it, and they have a ranger at his work, 100 yards, and he sighted in for 100 yards for the kid. So the kid's all set to go. So if wow. he goes out and he gets a deer on his first time out, we'll, we'll invite him on the show. For sure. Wow. The kid was so excited. It was it was, a, it was a nice, happy face. Oh, good. Uh, and that's really about it so far this week. Oh, fun about, uh, What about you that's, two? Well, that's... well Actually, we've been quite busy for a change, so 
I guess we'll get started with what we did two weeks ago, so October 23rd, around there. Uh, so we went to the uh, Rod and Gut Club to do a quick trial run for those who had signed up for the Action Pist Pistol match uh, to see how it all worked, because a lot of our new members or members had not uh, done any form of ICOR, IDPA, or any kind of um, competition at all so they wanted to kind of get a good feel for it because uh, you know some people were nervous so yeah they're walking walking in with absolutely no experience so <laughs> exactly so uh we had a couple people that showed up and it was a beautiful day and i think i shot relatively well i was really happy with my results for um a trial run which was you know and not having any other experience other than i court for myself but uh yeah, so that was pretty good, and but I mean, I had to take some time beforehand to clean the P226 uh, and get some handling done, which was a good thing I did, because uh, when he pulled it out, I looked at it, and I'm like, uh-oh, what do I do? I have no idea. It felt very foreign to handle it, because it had been so long, and I it actually got to the point where I almost didn't go to the club, because I felt so unsure of myself. Uh, but, you know, uh, Josh was walking me through all the steps with uh, taking it apart and reassembly and uh, being more safe with uh, the firearm because I was still having troubles being left-handed with a, a couple of the functions. So we actually did end up finding a strategy to uh, pop the chamber, like pop the slide open into its lock position. Or uh, So what uh, we figured out we do is... Uh, because I would either try and flip it over to my supporting hand and then try and pull back with my, my strong hand. But we found like I was doing a lot more fumbling that way. So uh, what we decided to do was I um, like kept my strong hand on the, the handle and I would just kind of wrap the top of the slide. So the thumb on the one side and three fingers here and then uh, slide back and then like pulling back as I'm pushing forward with my strong hand and then using my pinky finger to uh, put the chamber into so place. Because most people would <laughs> use their thumb, right, and flip it up. This way they'd slide it back, pop their th thumb up, and it just wasn't working for me with my short fingers. So, I mean, it's going to take some practice and some dry firing. Uh, <laughs> uh, so... I mean, but I do feel with a lot of practice, I should be able to make that a second nature because I don't like fumbling when I'm all done. So I, I'm glad that, you know, Josh walked me through it again. He's so patient with me. So, but yes, if I, if I hadn't done that, I probably wouldn't have had such a good trial run. So how'd you feel the trial went? Uh, it was it was good. Everybody was excited, and they they all felt a little bit better about it. Kind of having a picture in their mind of of what it would be like. There wasn't really that many that showed up. Only what three or four. So, mm -hmm. um, but anyways, for them it was good. Um, well, we also posted it too, so I think yeah. that was helpful. Yeah. So, and uh, I had my last executive meeting that day as well, and that feels pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't regret stepping down. So when's the elections? Um, uh, uh 17th is that 15th i think it's the 15th 15th well actually so they're doing online um elections right now so they've sent everybody off with the google docs i voted for so, amanda yeah so jeff yeah. and amanda are running 
Jeff. Which position is Jeff running for? Uh, just a director. Just a director. Yeah. I don't know. Has anybody they, tried to step up for? No. What what we do is we direct the, di- or elect the directors, and then within the directorate, they elect the different positions within. Okay. So we don't vote on who's president or vice president. That gets decided by the by the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So that should be fun. But yeah, I was just I was saying to one of the guys there at the match last week, it was. You know, if I'm going to spend four hours on the weekend, I, I feel like this is a far better way to serve the club. I mean, kind of selfishly, it's more fun for me, but, I mean, it's fun for everybody if I can get out there and help do matches and stuff instead of just sitting in a room listening to everybody complain. I'd rather I'd rather do this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's an excuse to bring people out to the club. It's not just a place where, you know, right. you go by yourself. It, it, it adds to the social aspect. That's right, for sure. So. Yeah, for sure. What else? Uh, well, that was about it for that day. Um, yeah. But we went out. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess that was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> we took. Uh, it's been a long weekend. We yeah. took out uh, that new 22 that I had loaned to me um, because Jay's a bad influence. I was looking at Target 22 rifles. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys at the club found out, and he's he has a CIL 180, and he said, "Here, you take this. See how you like it. You can buy it if you like it. If not, you can give back. But just see what you think." So we took that out, and of course Amanda shot it better than I did. <laughs> so, so That's she's not true. She's she's green lit the purchase if I decide that I want it. So, <laughs> well, it was a good price. I couldn't, I couldn't justify it, and it was interesting to shoot uh, with the peep sight there. Yeah, um, it's got a pretty crazy aperture sight on it. So. What did you get it yeah, for? So what did you want for it? He wants three hundred dollars for it. That's. I mean, it's a, it's an old gun, but I mean. From what I'm seeing, like the the sights alone are worth probably that much. So is it in good shape? I don't know. It's in pretty good shape. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a good gun. Yeah, the trigger is nice and crisp. Mm-hmm. If it's a target it rifle and it, that sounds like I don't know anything about target rifles first of all, but if that's what it's cost, like it sounds like a good deal. Well, it's yeah. a Canadian yeah. company, but they imported them from Germany, I believe. Yeah. So it's an Anschutz. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna have a match chamber and it's gonna have a nice, nice rifling. It should. They, they're they're known to be good shooters. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, grouping tr- was nice on yeah. that. Trigger was good. So. Trigger was good. I just found it a little heavy, but I mean, oh. again, hadn't shot rifles like in a, a while either. So. It's like a German Cooey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, a, that's yeah. a good analogy. Brownie, be quiet. Yeah. yeah. Be quiet. So well, while we were there though, we ended up. Um, uh, we hadn't had a chance to take my shotgun in for for working on it yet, so we decided to do a function test just to, because um, the uh, tech there had said uh, that it does like to run dry. So to I thought maybe we had maybe put too much oil through it or cleaner through it. So we decided to give it a wipe down, and um, I think that actually ended up helping. So we did twenty. Five shots and of course you know Josh had a, a nice little mixture of target and turkey loads that hurt <laughs> the turkey loads really hurt but uh, we did 25 rounds and only one chambering issue so um, out of the 25 so I decided to press my luck because I really wanted to do the clay shooter the five stand uh, this weekend as well so um, you know that was all right. So we decided to take it. And I mean, so it was 
actually a beautiful day today, a little cold, but uh, we went to the Huron Fishing Game for the five stand and ended up uh, with two chambering issues out of 50, uh, 50 shots fired. So, I mean, kind of state the precedence of what we had done with our test fire. Um, Did you clean we were it since, yesterday, since uh, yesterday? No. And I'm wondering if I do need to clean it every time. Uh, but we decide just to take our chances. I didn't want to touch it. it. I didn't want to screw it up. I was afraid. I was afraid to touch it's it. It's working. I don't want to. I don't want to take it apart. Yeah. Right. No, I get that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we're like, okay, yeah, sure. Well, let's give it a go, and I'll probably clean it again. Um, Never clean it again. <laughs> hush, Sounds hush, like hush. me. So we and, were rusty. And she though. and she beat me again. Oh stop! The first one we tied, and the second one, yes, I I did beat him. But I mean, he likes um, it. Yeah, but, but it, it's not. I'm not sitting here bragging, saying I got an amazing score. So it it wasn't that great. So <laughs> just but, makes me feel even worse. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, uh, the range had made some changes to their five stand situation, which was really cool. Um, I do feel like they need to make a few tweaks because a couple of those um, pairs or or doubles that they threw in were extremely hard but maybe it's just because i'm a newbie but i just felt a couple of them were based they kind of lined out where their um like out of bounds sight lines were they almost had like goal posts up yeah goal posts up just to say like if you get past here like it's the danger zone so like you don't go there but depending on where your stations were like one through five you could easily you have a very short period where to hit your target. So it was good that they had it all laid out, but I do feel like they're, uh, they need to do a bit more tweaking with it, but that's, you know, they just got it set up and they usually go through a few test runs and we're, we're the dummies for it. So I definitely love how um, easygoing and fun those members are like, and uh, their wide range of shooters and like, even someone brought their lady partner today and like, I don't think she got a single shot, but he was right beside her. He was gently coaching her and giving her a kiss and of encouragement. It was super cute. It was yeah, really it was nice adorable. to see. Yeah, it was adorable. It was adorable. It was an older couple? Or... I really liked it. Was it an older couple? He was trying to be no younger. like Probably our age. Our age, maybe a little younger. So I thought it was cute. Uh, and you know, he's trying to get her involved in something that he does on a regular basis. So I mean, you can't really, can't go wrong there. So did you have anything to add to that? No. How did your over under do? I like shooting it. Yeah. I like looking at it. Yeah. No malfunction. Can't hit anything with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. That was about it, though. And uh, except, you know, Josh had more to add to it. But that's why we're here with our main topic, aren't we? So we're doing uh, we're talking about Milverton's uh, first action pistol match. So I think uh, everybody knows getting the club started in new styles of shooting um, or competition can be very exciting and fun, but it can be daunting and trivial. So Josh and Benny are here to share how their first match went on October 30th, and hopefully uh, you can learn from their experience and hope that we're inspiring others to uh, take the lead in your club. So how about we start with turnout first? So how many people showed up, guys? Well, we had uh, 13 shooters, but that included Benny and I. <laughs> <laughs> so. But, uh, it was, it, you know, it was all the usual suspects, really. It's, you know, the... 
the group that I shoot with on Thursday nights, plus a few more sprinkled in, but mm-hmm. pretty much just the same same faces, which is good. And I mean, they probably came because I was pushing them to do it. So <laughs> a couple of but, people uh, did mention that they're like, oh, this would have been great for my someone in the family. Like, oh, I should have invited this person or that person. So uh, I think a lot yeah. of people just weren't sure what to expect or what was going to happen. Exactly. So yeah. hopefully we had some spectators too. So yeah, hopefully people just came just to have a look. Hopefully people get out. So yeah. Well, one of the guys that came out last week to watch, he's signed up for the next one. So uh, better That's go. Awesome. Better go deal with that. Hold on a second while yeah. I go do yeah, this you, while we're on some, podcast. You've got some approvals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so popular category of firearm for the day. I was just curious. Uh, uh, stock service pistol. I think everybody. Nobody had anything too crazy. No revolvers. There was no revolvers, but there will be next time. I think didn't someone? I think someone signed up for a revolver. Mark Mark did, but he he was going to do that as a second. Uh, Oh okay. Run, but we didn't we didn't get a chance to do that. But so okay, well, so how about the overall feeling for the day by the participants? So, um, how how was everyone feeling about it? Well, I think everybody. Everybody had big smiles, and everybody kept, you know, st- saying over and over again how much fun they were having. So that was pretty, pretty great. I think you could tell at the beginning though there was a lot of nerves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were kind of nervous, but um, they got over it pretty quick. And and we're all pretty comfortable with each other too. So I think that was that was good. It wasn't like we went to another club and they had never done it before, right? So it's 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 different when you're when you're at your home club. <laughs> you don't worry about it so much probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was funny. There was there was actually a couple of people that had their 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 uh, handgun freeze panic buys, and it was the first time that they were using it. <laughs> so they had a, a few issues to run through. I think it was Alex with his his brand new Shadow Two, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna kick butt with this thing," and and then it wouldn't cycle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just gonna... Well, then I guess off off topic then. Um, so what? Who brought the coolest handgun for the day? I don't know. I, I couldn't know pay. I, any... I wasn't paying attention to really what people were shooting. You're busy. You're so busy. I was just yeah. trying to yeah. make sure the. I was trying to make sure that the match ran, and yeah. and yes. this is my first match. This is my first time running a match. I'm not an expert at this. I've seen other people do it many a time. Uh, I've helped out, but I've never run a match. And uh, yeah. the nerves. The nerve the guy. There was a lot of nerves on as to, like yeah. making sure everything went smoothly. Um, thank God it all did. But, uh, yeah, no, I was not looking at what people were shooting. Like, at the end, I noticed one guy was shooting a Masada. I'm like, cool, interesting. I can't stop and talk to him right now about it. i got to deal with something else right now. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> but that's funny that Alex bought a... A shadow and use because you know uh, Alex in general is a very good shooter mm-hmm. and so <laughs> I find that very funny that uh, it didn't work out for him. Uh, that's not cool. But already, I don't think he did that poorly uh, though, did how... he? He did pretty well. No, he didn't do no, that. No, but, but he was just having issues. Yeah, like right. But he, even he, even with he, issues, he did pretty well. Well, yeah. that's good. Yeah, he was probably about middle of the pack, I think. Um... Awesome. So, what about weather? How did the weather turn out for you guys? Uh, perfect. Great. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> First time I had to leaf blow the range, though. I... <laughs> Jeez, goodness. Uh, so, uh, what did it take to prep for the match? So, I don't know. Just tell me about it. Walk well, Benny, through. Benny can talk about the technical aspect. So you have to, you have to stage, you have to design stages. So I had a lot of help, and by a lot I mean 
Gavin basically did all the work. Um, <laughs> so he he was he was clutching coming out up with some so he had some stage designs that we utilized. Um, so there's that learning how to use practice score um, the back end wasn't complicated but it's something that you have to you know, sit down and do it um, and then reaching out to the club and getting someone in the club Josh to uh, get get it approved to allow us to actually run the event um, and then it's making sure that you have everything that you need to run the event so uh, shot timers tablets or cell phones um, targets uh, target stands walls all that other stuff that you need for running all, all the props that you need for actually running running a, a, a match like this. So, and then you show up and realize that we didn't have everything you needed. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah, okay, to show you how new I was, I was like, hey, Josh, here's the plans, and I don't remember 100% how I sent it to him, but apparently I just sent him a screenshot, which was not great, and I was like, here, this is the, a rough idea of what the range is supposed to look like. Have at it. And uh, Josh is like, oh, what, what is this message you sent to me? Um, okay. And then went with it. So uh, we figured things out <laughs> the morning of the shoot. Figured out how to make walls <laughs> or how to do without walls and windows. And, yeah, that was uh, it's what, to, what to improve on. It wasn't a bad shoot. I had a great – I had a lot of fun. I think everyone else had a lot of fun. Um, but I think next time we'll, we'll have a better plan to make things more – yeah, and, it, and it's a lot to prepare for the. It's a lot to prepare for the first time too, right? It's like, okay, well, we had to start from nothing because we had to build all the right, stands right. and we had to. Right. So to, know, to was... put it this way, having shot with with people like like Ragnarok Tactical at Guelph, who not necessarily Ragnarok, but like that crew who are putting on events, um, and we're using like Ipsic and IPA, um, props and stuff. Props. Yeah. To go from that and then go to Milverton. <laughs> I, as much as we didn't have walls and windows and all that other stuff, I wouldn't say the match was a lesser match. I still had a, I still had a lot of fun shooting it. I think everyone else had a lot of fun. It just didn't have that panache, like the, the yeah. polish. That's all. But I think it was still, it was, it was a more than adequate shoot. Uh, I, I had a great, I had a great time, and I hope everyone else did. Um, by the very yeah. fact that looking now, I see we have a bunch of people signed up, so they clearly had a good time too. So, yeah. Yeah, and the majority are ones that were there last time. So. Yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, so did you find that you had enough time to prep in the morning to do what you needed to do? Yeah, I, a lot of it was was um was nerves on my part. Um, okay. Also, the stages that I chose to put on weren't so straightforward. Um, like this, this, the next match, it's, it's literally one side, then the other side, and then put them together. Whereas, uh, the shoot we just did was one side, the other side, and then we had to do a bunch of change, change the whole range up. Completely redid the And then, yeah. yeah, and then restart. So, uh, this one will be a little fine. That wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't so bad, but if we had more shooters, I think it would have been a little more, I think, I think if we get it into more clock if we, we run a, a, a tighter ship then it will we could we could run right. two squads of or sorry two shifts of four of two squads each at like five people a squad six people a squad um right so we can get the 24 shooters in 
Okay. Yeah, and we had lots of help to move stuff around, but they're all like, well, where do I put it? Right. <laughs> it's like, well, look at the tablet. Right, right, right. <laughs> but so, still, it's, so it's different make, when, you, I, when you haven't actually set one up before, right? Right. Well, that would have been a, probably a good point to say, okay, everybody go load up, you know, 10-minute break. We're going to rearrange everything that we need to do and right, right. kind of give them, like, a respite, right? So go grab water, go do your bathroom breaks and be done with it, right? Right. Uh, at least from what I understood. I wasn't there. Apparently I was asked about, but that, you know, <laughs> that made me feel special. Well, why does Josh get to shoot? Amanda yeah. doesn't. No, well, I was like, I was told <laughs> Amanda was going to be here and Amanda's not here. What's going on? So. I know, right? It's all about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I am excited because I, you know, I, after hearing about how well it went, I'm really excited and uh, no kids the next match. So Yay. I'll be there. Great. We're excited. All right, so actually running the stages. So what went well and what needed improvement? I know that when I've been to the uh, action pistol matches that Ragnarok ran or um, the i matches, like everybody participated in, you know, putting up the the patches and cleaning up the ammo and or, or the casings and stuff like that. So uh, any of those little tidbits, how did it go? What went? What didn't? Well, I think our safety briefing and our match and our stage briefing could have been a little more, uh, could have been a little more. <laughs> um, okay. I think, I think that would have been a great time to tell everyone, Hey, if you're not shooting, uh, if you're, if you're shooting on deck or in the hole, as we call it, um, then you should be patching. So the guy's going to shoot, they're going to run the shoot and then score. Once a target's been scored, someone should be standing there and patching. And then the next shooter can be up and ready to go straight, almost straight away. Uh, and that will get, that'll get, we get a lot more shooters through that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that would be a, a good thing. Uh, giving people, um, better instruction on what is expected of them. Uh, ex- explanation of the commands and, um, what's going on. Cause like you said, these people have never been to an action shooting shoot before. They don't, they have no expectation. They have no idea what's expected of them. Uh, and that's something that should have been covered uh, a little more extensively, um, both for safety and just practicality. Um, you know, like, what do you, what do you mean load and make ready? What does that mean? It means load your firearm yeah. and stand ready to shoot. That's, But that's something that someone who's never done before wouldn't know. So, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. What did you think? Do you think the... Do you think the lack of holsters was an issue at all? Uh, no, I don't. I think lack of holster was, um, and I, I really didn't like. I, I didn't spend time to look at at the practice course. I don't know how if it really did put them in different how it dealt with the score and if that how that affected the rankings and stuff. Um, but really, uh, the holster comes into play at the beginning and at the end. So if you start off with a holster, then you load and make ready. Your gun goes in the holster, and you're ready to go. If you don't, then you walk up to the line holding a magazine and a firearm. You load it. You put it in low ready, which is two hands on the gun pointed downward in the forward direction, and you wait for the start command. It's it's it doesn't really add any any real complication. At first, I was like, well, we put the gun down and then you load it at the at the buzzer or whatever. But that's I, as someone as Gavin pointed out, that's that you're adding complication to a very dangerous part of handling firearms. So just do everything beforehand and be ready to start the start the stage when the buzzer goes off um and i think that was uh, that was a good idea um and then at the end it's just a matter of showing clear and then hammer, slide forward hammer down and then 
opening it up again and then carrying it off the range so patching and, and score can happen. I don't think it really uh, it really impacted that much. Okay, that's fair. Um, well, I, I would say, though, I'm trying to encourage people who didn't have a holster to have a belt and mag pouches, though. <laughs> yes, okay. Because people were using I, pockets and... <laughs> that being yeah. said, if you have a holster, it makes life a lot easier, even if you're not holster certified. Like, I don't know what the rules are on, on, the, on the range, but if you've your gun's been cleared to put it in the holster i don't know whatever right it's not if it's empty maybe but the idea of walking like you're you're carrying you got always you're walking around like and that's what i talked about maybe having like a having like a safe table or something at the start for the firearms without holsters because yeah if it's on your belt it's in a safe position and it's probably the safest position right because if it's unloaded right if it's if if it's a proper holster then the trigger trigger is covered uh, and, you know, even if you lock back the slide, I don't know of any holster that doesn't allow you to put a firearm in with a slide lock back. If your slide's locked back and there's no magazine in and it's in the holster, it's empty, it's proven empty, it's it's safe, I, and then it's a safe place to, to put your firearm, not on the floor, while you walk around and do stuff, so... Maybe yeah. have a holster, so a club level yeah. holster. Maybe that's something we should add to this one. And just yeah. say, you know, if you have one, bring it, use it, but not for the actual... Not for the actual know, stage. Yeah. firing. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, so and I think Mike's even... Does that mean I can use my new one? I was going to say, do you, Sorry, do you, ha- you should have a club level holster course. Right, but if they if, if someone ha- hasn't done it yet, though, Thomas, because um, I, I know that there are, there's many people at many clubs who just never have taken, never taken the course, right? So... If this is for something like, we don't have a club level. We don't have a club level course. We just recognize other, other things, things like the, the the pistol operator course from Ragnarok. We recognize that because they spent time on mm-hmm. holster, holster. I guess you're gonna have to bring Ragnarok in again. Yeah, I mean that's a possibility. That just sounds like what we have to do <laughs> or like, now. Uh, yeah, bring them PPC in. PPC train like anybody who's taken the PPC training stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah some holster certification, but a lot of yeah, times clubs yeah. will will. It, They'll they'll do their own club level club level safety course yeah. or course right. certification, right? Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure Mike on the board. Mike said Mike said in the past the safest place for your firearm is in your holster, you know, because no, no one's touching it, no one's messing with it. You're not touching it, you're not messing with it. So. Yeah. No, I think well, I, think I have it's a good perfect idea. holster for mine, so. Yeah. You know, not that I can use it yet, but I have a perfect one for it. Cool. Bring it along. Uh, now, just a thought. Do you think maybe this is more of a question for Josh? Like for our brand newbie people, would they have benefited? You're saying more of a safety meeting, Benny, but would they have benefited with a quick like rules and regulations training the day before and handling and commands? But again, that's not what Benny. Be that's not what Benny was there for, really. No, I know. No, but I'm just I think, asking as yeah. a. I, I don't think it had to be it would have to be, it doesn't have to be that's anything that extensive right because this is more of like okay. um just going over it more being like okay guys you're good we're going to use certain commands at the beginning of the stage um yeah and most of like I, i'm pretty sure the first shooters knew what they were doing so just it, to give the new people an idea to like hey keep an eye out what's going to happen what's the great what's the ro going to say What's expected of you? Don't just like stand on the back and chat with your buddy, and then be like, "Oh, it's your turn," and you're like, "Ah, oh, what, what do I do now?" Yeah. Right? So, no. that, that's uh, fair. That's there's fair. the one guy, the one guy with the beep went off, and he looked at you. Is it okay to go? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't so. remember that, but it probably happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was so yeah. Mad. It was. It was. 
it was very much uh, let's get the work done thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yes, lead by example number one, get people to watch the more experienced people to go first, right, and see how it all works. Um, and more of a safety briefing, obviously, should be more precedented in your next match. So that's a fair statement to say. Uh, so how about any supplies recommended for next time? So I said for club and or per, uh, participants. So even if they don't have holsters, you were saying the mag pouch yeah, is think, good. Yeah. Mag um, pouch, dump pouches if you have one. If, you, if you're looking at getting one, you can get them for really cheap off of Amazon, I think, like, 10 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. It's literally just something you can just dump your empty mags in. It's, I have one on my belt. I probably should get another one. For my other belt, they're awesome. Um, multiple mag pouches. Enough mag pouches for all of your mags is a little extensive if you have more than four, but probably you should have about enough for four. Um, I actually have the triple-decker tacos, so it's... Two mag pouch, two rifle mags, and one pistol mag, which is a little much. Um, but I end up just stuffing all my pistol mags in the rifle mag pouches spots. Uh, and then another thing that new shooters should know: um, when you load your gun, you don't. First of all, you don't need to take the first mag where your hand goes to. And if you do right. take the first mag, you can always go back <laughs> and take another mag and put it in that spot. So when you, your hand goes back, yeah. you don't have to keep going back for more mags. Your first mag will I be saw you, in your first bag. Yeah, I, I saw you remind like three or four people. Yeah, to like do that. And then the one guy didn't didn't do it. He's like, "No, I'm good." Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, like, okay. whatever." <laughs> like, you're not gaming whatever the system. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> um, yeah. um, what a, I think that you guys scored well with the weather. So I think an, another thing is like, typically, Benny, you've been to matches and helped out with matches, and it didn't matter what the weather was. You go when you shoot. So. Right. So. I think we only um, had rain. I only had to deal with rain once, and they brought plastic bags and put them on the targets. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, I think just like unless it's torrential downpour, just shoot like just leave it. Um, just shoot the cardboard. The cardboard's gonna sag. Then I guess you'll have to replace it. But I don't know. The, the, I think what happened was he set up the targets and we put plastic bags so we weren't shooting straight away. But it, rain sort of throws things and makes them using paper targets. Do we recommend uh, shooters wearing gloves if it's cold? Personal preference. Uh, I have gloves on my belt to use. I normally do use them when I'm shooting rifle. Uh, I used to use them when I used shot pistol. I didn't end up using them this past time. Uh, they just they sat on my belt and I left them there. I actually forgot. To my initial more. thought was if you haven't had any practice shooting with gloves, you probably shouldn't shoot with gloves. So, but Definitely keep, keep stuff with you to keep you warm in between. Definitely so. try fire with gloves on. Like I know, and <laughs> back when I had my single action revolver, I tried to use that with my tactical gloves, and there's not enough room for a finger with a glove on to fit in front of that trigger. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Anything to add there, Josh? Uh, no, I think everybody. I think everybody was dressed appropriately. They had good shoes on. There was no safety concerns that way. It was, was pretty responsible. It was dry. There was so the, the ground wasn't slippery or wet. Um, the sun was behind us. It, it was it was pretty much weather wise. There was nothing really to throw throw a wrench in the mix. Yeah. No, but you know your next match could be pose a totally different. Well, and that's as far as supplies and stuff. The next match, yeah. Well, it's getting colder for one thing, but. 
um, we need to build some nicer walls and things like that. So Benny, Benny has sent me the sage plan already, so I will try to make that work <laughs> as best I can. So yeah. So better communication with the. Oh, it's the it, it's fine. I I just kind of <laughs> took for granted that it wasn't a big deal, and it really wasn't. Like we 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 made it work pretty quick, and it was at you know like you say it was adequate. It wasn't perfect, but you know we just used target stands and used those as windows, and it it, it all worked. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, uh, oh, a shot timer. I see here. Benny's shot timer was better than the club. So you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> do I need to put that in the budget? No, I don't. I don't know. Well, maybe I don't know. Let me know maybe so I can Benny's... I can order them. <laughs> yeah. <There you> go. <laughs> Benny's just synced up to the tablet, so it was pretty slick, right? You just yeah. hit the button and it's all. So it's a Bluetooth. Good, right? So it does the club. The Bluetooth timer. timer. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We had. Um... So you think the club needs a, a timer? Well, or a, a tablet. Sorry. Yeah. No. You, well, it's... we just have Benny come. Yeah. Pretty much. Like. Um. <laughs> so well, I, that you know. I I don't know how clubs do it, and it just. Being a person who grew up basically almost as a as a as a single child, although I have three siblings, uh, I'm not good at sharing. <laughs> so that being said, I like having my own stuff and having the idea of communal things. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. A shot timer is, is, is not a cheap piece of equipment, <laughs> and to have it like I, I I don't know club rules and stuff, so maybe have it in the clubhouse and. People know not to mess with it or whatever. Well, unless there's a lot of, most people don't know that we even have it, right? It's just it's locked in the closet, right? So we only bring it out it's when we want to use it. So. Events yeah. And, and stuff like that. Like a shot, a shot time is is one of those. Uh, it's 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 an expense. Um, yeah, and then it's a nice luxury. It's a nice luxury. In terms yeah. in terms of of tablets or anything like that, you can use your phone. Like I ended up putting using my phone in the end. Um, and, uh, it's good to have like uh, a master tablet that you start off with, but that's more of just like you start, set everything up on that and you put that off to the side, run your match with your phones or whatever else. And then you sync everything back to the master at the end. So, so it didn't seem like you had any problems or glitches in the end with the scoring and everything. Like it all worked out fine. Um, for some reason I couldn't seem to email the scores and I, yeah, I didn't get an email. And then I also forgot, I think, to sync with one of the tablets or something. I don't remember 100% what went wrong, but something didn't go right. And uh, But in the, in the end, I, f- I figured it out. So, again, first match. That's, and that's why we kept it small, so people wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah. So, so speaking of keeping it small, like that was a good number? You want more? I think we've made it 25 this time. If we yeah, I, made, I think I made it 25 this time. The I think as proof of concept... 13, like 20 would would have been stretching us very thin. Uh, the fact that we, we were done by like three o'clock. Yeah, we were done by three o'clock, and I th- and like I said, if we get people, you know, like you know, we, we tell the shooters, hey, if you're not shooting, we need you to be patching. That way, we can get as many people yeah. through as possible, as quickly as possible. And we won't have that that middle time spent uh, rejigging the stage. Right, right. right. It, with this yeah. with this stage design coming up, it's all gonna it's gonna be a lot simpler. So, although the time after that, I, I'm, I hope to do uh, a lot more complicated one. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what happens. But, yeah. If any of the listeners are, are know the movie Boondock Saints, um, we'll be shooting a cat and a poker game. So, yeah. 
I okay, listeners, go go watch Boondock Saints. Okay, it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it, but it, years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a cult classic. Already. I don't own a TV, um, so neither do I. Actually, that's not true. I do own a TV, <laughs> but Carrie has a TV. I don't have one, and there's not one in the living room, so. So, any um, final pieces of advice for someone who is looking to run um, a match like this? Go do it. Just go, go to BennyLewis.ca. Yeah, BennyLewis.ca. Contact me. I'll be more than happy to set, so help you out. Uh, but in um, it's actually not BennyLewis.ca anymore. It's the Pack Canada. But you can reach me at Benny at BennyLewis.ca. That is my email address. Um, but, um, yeah, go ahead and do it. That's it. The only thing stopping you is you. And perhaps some club rules. But ignoring club rules, that's all you. I will say ignore it. We can, we can bend, modify, <laughs> suit to our needs. Well, I think what ended up working yeah. really well was that you came up with a really good idea. And with Benny's help, you were able to say, this is what we're doing. This is what we propose. I think it'll go great. And then just there was almost no contesting of it. It yeah. was just more about, okay, can we do this instead of that? Yeah. And oh, they actually that did, would make us feel safer. Did right? they actually so, looked at it? Oh, okay. So I was going to say, hey, do you want to like throw in some shot, some, some birds next time? And uh, maybe throw in a rifle well, or two? Well, no, I only, yeah, I do. Actually, I do. But I only sent them the uh, the plan that you sent me. Right. So right. I said this is just an example of how targets might be placed. That's all I said. I didn't say it was a stage. I didn't say anything more than that. Uh, this is just kind of what the setup might look like. This so, is an example. Of, so did they have any? Right. And if I remember correctly, they mentioned that they wanted things closer to the berm and lower down. Right. The the only thing was the side berms. That's the only thing that people were nervous about because the side berms aren't quite as high. So they wanted to have the targets right at the base of the berm. Okay. Yeah. So perfect. That, that's the only kickback that I got. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's submit plans for and those as, those as those clades next time. Yeah. No. I'm in, I'm I'm down. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, if you just some stationary clays. questions are. <laughs> If you have feedback, questions, or comments about this show or any of our content, you can uh, uh, send us a show to host at newshootercanada.ca, our Facebook page or Instagram page, or the comments section on our website, newshootercanada.ca. Don't forgive us, uh, forget to give us a like um, on Facebook and uh, a follow on Instagram and a rating on iTunes. So... Uh, how about some shout-outs to finish off the evening? Thomas, do you have any shout-outs? Yeah, shout-out to shout Matt out. from Savage Arms for uh, getting Griffin that uh, that rifle. I thought it was fantastic, so very happy new hunter. Awesome. Uh, Benny? Uh, shout-out to my wife, uh, as usual, uh, for still putting up with my, my antics and allowing me to run matches. So... Yay. Yeah, ditching the family for a day to go run matches at Milverton. Oh. Hey, I did the same thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Gee. We have very understanding wives. So oh, you just fun. rubbing the salt. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I said, you know what, I am all for it, but next time don't book it on someone's birthday, please. <laughs> Since you had control over that. <laughs> but it, it got screwed up because of my, my work schedule. Oh, right, yeah. right. Okay. 
so that's fine. Josh. So now I'm putting work before family too. Anyways, I will shout out the the wonderful Benny uh, for nagging me to get this thing rolling, and I wish I had listened to you sooner. There wow. you go. Thank well, you. you know, Gav, Gavin was definitely pushing you too. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't actually actively nag you. Yeah, Benny he was just like, put it out there. Benny was like, "What are the dimensions of your range? Can we do this? Can we do that?" Can oh, we... I asked <laughs> you. You never gave this to me. I ended up going on Google. No. Yeah, <laughs> I, made you, I made you work for it. <laughs> I just went on Google and used Google Maps. I'm like, hey, this is. And then I didn't even have dimensions for for the stage that the the bay that was that these plans were originally drawn on. So I just. Did it again. Use Google and guesstimate the inner dimensions of the range that I used, and <laughs> yeah, it works. So. Well, I'll shout out Josh for being my rock as usual. And, you know, to both of the clubs, it was really nice to see events again. And uh, it was nice to spend time with people and, you know, get into friendly competition. It just made me feel a little bit more normal in a world where things are not normal. So, you know, I'm not normal, but it was just kind of nice to have that. So uh, thank you very much and keep trucking and keep spitting out those events uh, and allowing me to enjoy my sport. So, well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining this evening and putting up with my jibber jabbering. And it was a pleasure listening about your whole event. But until next time, Thomas, why don't you take us on out of here? Until next time, keep your barrels pointed downrange and smoking. Uh. <laughs> oh, uh, I gotta remember what it was. Uh, it's not about the odds, it's about the stakes. It's not about the odds, it's about the stakes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> It's been a while, folks. It's been a while. Yes, it has. Choose your caliber wisely. And go ahead and shoot like a girl. Good night. Thanks for listening. Good night. Well, I really like 22 men. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or feedback you may have, or if you just want to call shenanigans. You can contact us at host at newshootercanada.ca or through our Facebook page. I like the shiny steel and the polished wood. I don't care if they're big or small. They're for sale till I want them all. I like guns. I like guns. I like guns.